you know, 15 minute conversations where people were anxious before selling or buying or now 45 minute conversations. And, and they're just very nervous that, you know, are you guys going to shut down overnight? We have to reassure them we're in a central business. You know, you're part of a, a closing transaction. We're going to ensure, you know, that you're not getting this place. So it's, it's just a lot of, of calming down. For any title company, it's important to make sure that the closing experience is memorable for buyers. No one believes that more than Amanda Douglas, the owner of Celebration Title. But what can you do if, thanks to a global pandemic, the experience is turned on its head? How do you maintain that sense of excitement when buyers are feeling anxious? My colleague, Lindsay Gordon, spoke to Amanda about how her team is doing everything they can to preserve the excitement of closing and the different ways they're showing up for their clients in a remote way. It's Wednesday, May 20th, and this is Title Talks. So um, we wanted to invite Amanda to talk to us a little bit about some of the strategies that they employ at their company, some of the things that you can do to stay in touch with realtors, as well as maintaining relevancy and kind of staying in, in front of your audiences, which I think you guys can talk really well to. So Amanda, do you want to tell us a little bit about your experience in title? You know, you don't really like go into it thinking, oh, I'm going to work in title insurance. Nobody comes out of the womb like wanting to be a title agent. But I suddenly was kind of immersed in the world of, of title. And, you know, during the boom in like 2005, uh, there was a lot going on. And it seemed very exciting to me, just, you know, so much, so many different things happening. And they, it's true when they say you get sucked into title, you can't really get out. And um, I am officially a, a law school dropout and, um, you know, ended up working for the title company because it, it was so busy at the time and um, have been in title really ever since. I had a, a brief stint uh, working as a loan processor. So I actually like kind of learned the loan process as well. And then about a year and a half as a full-time realtor, when I was working out a non-compete in between starting my own title company and leaving a prior title company. So I've, I've been in title since 2005, and I know that's going to kind of age me now. So it's been quite a while. So I've seen kind of all realms of it. And I've worked from, you know, working for a strictly refinanced title company to working with a Fannie Mae REO designated title company. So I've kind of seen all realms of title as well. So it was always the end goal to start my own title company and um, had built up a very good book of business when it came to some very faithful agents that really enjoyed working with me. And uh, it wasn't until I kind of had the idea that, you know, title should should just be more than, than what it was at the time. You know, really it's such an old antiquated business that is very paper-based and it should be exciting that that was never exciting. And that's kind of where the idea of Celebration Title was born. So tell us a little bit about Celebration Title. What kind of um, sets you guys apart? If we do title insurance, but you'll never hear us talk about title insurance. I think that's something that for us is different. Uh, we're really very much um, from the client perspective is we have what we call our Celebration Experience. So we really focus on the client experience. We make it a huge deal for them, you know, more than just, you know, customer service is really just an expectation anymore. You should have customer service. And I think a lot of title companies really miss the mark in, 
and getting repeat business or getting business from the buyer side of a transaction just because they don't really perfect that client experience because we really are at the end of the day a service industry and um so we thought you know what better way i mean there's so many special moments in a person's life buying a home and having a baby and you know getting married all of these things that are captured so well except for buying a house so you know what better way to do it than the people that are at the closing table putting the bow on it and kind of sending it out the door and at the, at the end of the day that'll get us more referrals and you know uh, more engagement with the realtors especially on the buy side because that's really kind of how i grew the business when it was just me and one other person in the office so you know i had to really engage with that buy side of the transaction so celebration title was kind of born from the experience being a celebration so we shoot off confetti cannons at closing we do a ton of fun videos with the clients and they just have a great experience from start to finish and we've really kind of perfected the process per se but then also on on the client side when it comes to the realtor we do know that ultimately they're our referral source and um, so we want to educate them on on a lot of things that they may not know. And, you know, for me, I've always said that sales and marketing are two different things. So, you know, most realtors are out all day selling and they have very little time to to market and do the, and even learn the things they want to do. They're very creative and entrepreneurial at heart, but they don't have the tools partner to help them implement it. So we really wanted to be that person to kind of take that load off. So I'm big on education. So we're constantly doing education classes, which are all virtual now as well on marketing and branding and Instagram, TikTok, you know, uh, we have farming classes, productivity classes, you know, everything you could possibly want as a brand new agent, uh, you know, been in, the, been in it for a couple of years or even a very seasoned agent who is just now embracing technology. So we have it kind of set up all across the board. So um, I would say that we don't, we're not like a, you know, a one size fits all. We definitely are very unique in that we really want to figure out who our clients are, what their goals are, and how we can help implement these systems. You know, we have a full marketing department in our office. This is all they do is come up with ideas, which is very unusual for title. Um, so we've kind of like mimicked, um, you know, real estate in a sense and going to a lot of the real estate conventions and finding out what they want to know, you know, what realtors are learning, you know, whether it be YouTube and like, hey, how do we come up with a class? How do we help agents stay on track and implement the things that they're learning? So that's really kind of, and it really, it's like free marketing for us, you know, and it, and it builds a relationship because it, it is ultimately the relationship business. For you guys, um, like what, what has changed? Just tell me a little bit about what has changed since the um, pandemic and, and a lot of people are not doing business uh, in the way that they used to, like, what are some of the things you guys are trying to accommodate for? You know, a big thing for us is our culture. So with us, you know, working from home, we have about 85% of our team are home. Um, unfortunately, there are still some people that have to be in the office because our, you know, systems in Florida aren't 100% on board with the mortgages being, you know, electronic. A lot of that stuff was not in place with a lot of lenders. So we do still have some people that need to come in and out of the office, but, you know, we're doing it all safely and sanitizing and masks and gloves and all that good stuff and protecting it. But everyone else is, is working from home and, um, you know, we're really still pushing our culture. Our culture is, I call our culture our brand. So, and that's really ultimately boils down to our team. It's 
Um, for us, as far as closings have changed, you know, being the celebration experience and doing the celebration canons at closing, a lot of that kind of got pulled back without, you know, people physically being in the office. So, you know, we're, we're doing a lot of adapt. We do remote online notarization for all of our sellers and all of our cash buyers. So that, that was easy. And we already had that in the works. So that was a very easy transition for us that we embraced early on. And um, then we have our drive up closing, which we call, you know, basically uh, we're having the client review the closing documents at home with one of our notaries over the phone. And then they actually drive into the office. We bring the package out to them. They sign in the in their car, you know, the documents that we just went over and then we notarize. So they never actually have to physically walk into our location. Um, and then we have what we call like our observation closing, which is a little bit of contact, but they can still come in the office. We just put them actually in the closing room and we call them through an iPad and just Skype in from the other room and go through the closing documents. So we don't have to physically be in front of them. So we have, and we actually give the clients the option and, um, you know, and then we're still doing the mobile notaries. So, you know, sending out mobile notaries, you know, especially in, in areas like we have a lot of transplants from New York, which is, um, you know, been a little bit more difficult to find remote notaries there, but but we have been able to make it happen. We just had an amazing success story with that yesterday that ended up going through, which was great. Um, you know, a buyer that stuck in New York that did not think it was going to happen. That was forever grateful. But we've taken our, our celebration experience completely virtual. So we've actually, we're now kind of delivering the experience to their house if it's local and, um, you know, if their home purchase is local. So we have these cute signs that we're putting in the yard that say like I'm a new homeowner honk and social distance celebrate with me and then we still have boxes where we have a, a cannon in them and then we have these really cool like VR goggles that they put on and there's like a QR scan code and they actually get a video of the inside of our office and then a mock celebration closing so like cool. we're still bringing it to them so they still feel the celebration especially during a time like this and um, we want to make sure that they they don't miss out on those types of opportunities and then obviously all of our sales team and um, all of our education teachers they're all doing everything virtual so um, you know that's just kind of the the world we're in now and we've adapted and it's it's working out fairly well for our team. I was noticing looking at some of the live events that you guys are hosting and like one of them looked like it was like guided meditation. Is that new? Is that new in light of the COVID pandemic? Yeah. So, um, you know, meditation has always been something that I, you know, really practice and preach as a business owner. And um, so we do a lot of meditation and book clubs and we've always done those in our office. But we've never, um, we have wellness and meditation, we've had yoga, we've had all of that stuff. So I think ultimately at the end of the day, especially now when it comes to um, dealing with yourself and your mindset and making sure that everything is, is all together here, um, you know, it'll come out in the tools and techniques that we teach. It'll just come out a lot easier for you to continue business, even, you know, during times of crisis, I think. Um, you know, my main goal as a leader is, you know, I'm big into personal development. It's always been something that I'm really, really passionate about. And I pour, pour that into my team. And now I see my team wanting to pour it into the real estate agents and, um, you know, pour it into the client. So it's, you know, for me, I think there's not, you know, we don't have to just teach title and we don't have to just teach social media. If we could just teach people how, 
you know, to be kind and empathetic and to deal with stress and their emotions. They're just going to be better people and business owners across the board. What are some of the strategies you guys are using to keep that culture going, to kind of keep the collaboration and keep teams accountable, that sort of thing? I know a lot of business owners are struggling. Yeah. So, so with Slack, you know, we're huge again on like kind of, we have what we call our culture calendar. So we've always had these days set up, you know, and today being national superhero day. And, you know, we have a lot of things where we engage, especially like I'm big on what we call a kudos system. And we've always had this in the past too, but you have to remember too, we're spread across 11 offices. So we've always kind of you know, had to pull the culture together. So it was a lot easier for us to transition even when people went home um, to still engage on Slack. So if you've never done it before, it's very hard to get people to do it now, especially when you're staying busy. But, um, you know, some tools and techniques that I always use are what we call kudos. So um, when somebody gets a great review or, you know, they share something about another employee, we get, we earn points, what we call kudos, and you can kind of trade them in for um, different items. So if you get like five kudos, you get like a $5 Uber Eats gift card. Like we kind of have little uh, recognition things that we give back. And, um, you know, it's been really easy to to get the team to engage with each other, especially. And, um, you know, we get we are huge on Google reviews. So we have like over 400 Google reviews. And that's something that I focus on like day one when I open the title company, which again is very unusual. So sharing the Google reviews and like seeing people's names in it, you know, they get excited. I think it's just, it's all words of affirmation, right? And it's so simple to do. Um, But once, you know, my leadership team, they're like, they're required to be on there, make sure that they're engaging. And like, that's my number, number one priority is to make sure that engagement stays on top. Title Talks is produced by PropLogics. PropLogics knows that most closing agents don't have time to sit on hold or engage in endless email chains to get property information. That's why we developed a full suite of time-saving services like lien searches, HOA searches, and release tracking. To learn more about the different ways your organization can reclaim that time and use it to grow your business, visit proplogics.com services. Now, back to Title Talks. What are some of the things that you guys have been able to do and show up for um, buyers and sellers that has kind of kept things going during this time? Yeah. So, I mean, you know, we have a lot of very particular specific requests, whether it be, you know, somebody, is, it, you know, as is, is elderly, especially with the, the elderly ones. And it's like, you know, how do we make it as easy as possible for them and to reassure them that, you know, our offices are clean, they're sanitary. We actually had one of our employees recently um, go out to an elderly woman's home and and did the closing, like literally just through the front door, like window. She like (laughs) passed the papers in and she's just talking to her through the window. So we kind of let them lead us with like, you know, here we have four very different scenarios that you can do a closing, but, but if there's anything we can tweak or anything we can do differently, just let us know. Um, you know, we're asking up front from the very beginning, you know, do you foresee any possibility that, you know, you're going to be in a different state or like, in a, you know, just 
in limbo that you feel like you're going to be stuck. You know, our biggest one right now is international business. So, you know, starting even in celebration, a majority of our business are international sellers. So we're trying to really kind of alleviate that up front as much as possible, especially for those countries that, you know, we're still in lockdown, you know, a couple of weeks ago, like how did, how did we kind of overcome and make sure that they, they were able to get to a notary in time. So it's all been communication, like over communicating as much as possible. And it's funny, we were talking to the team and it's like, you know, 15 minute conversations where people were anxious before selling or buying or now 45 minute conversations. And, and they're just very nervous that, you know, are you guys going to shut down overnight? We have to reassure them we're in a central business. You know, you're part of a, a closing transaction. We're going to ensure, you know, that you're not getting misplaced. So it's, it's just a lot of, of calming down. It's a lot of of conversations, a lot of just listening and uh, reassuring. You guys were better positioned, I would probably say, than a lot of companies to sort of make this sort of transition to like working remotely and that sort of thing. Um, but do you feel like you guys have made any changes that you might adopt going forward when, when things are able to go back to normal? Yeah, I mean, I definitely think, you know, obviously the, the more of the push of the remote online negotiation has been big. Um, so that'll be something that'll 100% stay in place. And it is especially helpful, um, you know, with, with some of the elderly and ones that, you know, would have to travel quite some time to get to one of our offices. So that's something that'll definitely stay in place. And then also, you know, everything that we're doing virtually on any of our classes, we're getting great attendance. So I think we're definitely going to see a hybrid of, you know, virtual and in-person um, actual classes and education and our ability to be able to do more when it's, when it's virtual. You know, and I think even from, you know, a team perspective, you know, we're, we're taking a different look at what positions can possibly work from home and, you know, still be at home and, and continue to, you know, be able to provide for their family, but they're at the same time, they don't necessarily have to take that hour travel time through Orlando and, and what does that look like in the future? So those are things that we're definitely weighing out as well. You know, there's a huge conversation about, you know, bringing in new talent to the title industry and a lot of people in the industry are, you know, beginning to get to that point where they're aging out of the industry. It is interesting to sort of see, it's basically this forced trial for a lot of people to like right. see how having a remote workforce can can work or not work for, for your operation. You know, across the board in title, I, you know, I talked to several different, like there's just no way we could ever be remote. And then, you know, you're almost like forced during this time to, to test it out. So I think it's, you know, um, Tony Robbins, who's one of my favorite calls it the season of separation, right? If you're not going to, embrace technology right now, then, then where will we be on the other side of this as an industry overall? Um, you know, I love seeing the industry itself just getting out of its comfort zone and doing more videos and doing podcasts and doing all these things that we all know we should do and putting out more content. So overall, I'm just super grateful to be in this industry and being able to move forward. And if there, there's any other you know, classes or anything or advice that, that people need. I'm, I'm here and listening for sure. Well, thank you for sharing everything. I really appreciate you hopping on this call and I know that you're probably busy. So thank you, Amanda. Yes, no, thank you so much for having me. I appreciate you and all that you guys are doing.
Tidal Talks is produced by PropLogics and myself. Original music is by Cole Sando. Graphics are by Jordan Norris. If you'd like to submit an idea for an episode, you can email us at title.talks at proplogics.com. That's P-R-O-P-L-O-G-I-X dot com. Until next time, happy closings. <laughs>